Katie Wolf has it covered on 360. Everyone is listening. Mix 104.9. Joining us live on the line for the first time this year, the Australian Medical Association President, Dr Robert Parker. Good morning. Morning, Katie. Dr Parker, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, we did catch up with the Chief Minister, Michael Gunner, a little earlier this morning and heard a bit more about the fact that our border checkpoints on our roads are no longer going to have police on them. Is this a concern? Well, again, I suppose the government, it depends how many people are coming through. With a significant reduction in COVID generally, you know, with the occasional outbreak, um, and I suppose they've mounted the number of travellers coming through. Um, it's, it, I suppose the government's got to save some money. Um, we can't keep them up forever. And particularly with the more remote places, it's, it's, um, it's probably not a bad idea, although the AMA and AMSAN are always very concerned, I suppose, about the risk to... Um, Indigenous communities from COVID mm. and I presume the government would be acting on advice about potential risk. Yeah, and uh, and that was what he sort of said, that even though the police would be off the borders there'd still be sort of the checkpoints. I believe they use some kind of uh, of uh, technology for the uh, for your number plates and then it needs to match up, I believe, with your paperwork. Uh, I guess, though, the worry always is if somebody comes in from one of those hotspots and indeed has COVID. Well, of course, you know, we've been very absent and the AMA have been very strong on the potential risk for Indigenous communities um, generally if COVID does come into the Territory. Well, guys, it's always a risk. You, you can have the maximum level of protection, um, but it costs. And um, I think the government probably um, is making a sensible decision based on perceived risk and potential cost of mm. taxpayer. Um, yeah. And it's always at balance. And, um, Dr Parker, we know over the weekend, or certainly on Friday after the National Cabinet met, uh, there were calls, or there's certainly discussion between the Federal Government and the Northern Territory Government about the number of repatriated Aussies that we've got at Howard Springs. Well, doubling. The Chief Minister said on the show this morning it wouldn't happen until after the cyclone season. Um, I mean, we've managed things really very well thus far out at Howard Springs. Is, Is it going to be a good thing, do you think, for us to uh, to increase those numbers? Well, again, I think the NT is setting a gold standard and obviously Dr Stevens and her team out there are doing a great job in both uh, keeping people safe and also protecting the community. Um, I mean, again, if I was doing quarantine, I'd much prefer to do it at Hout Springs, you know, in the open air with a mm. veranda rather than being stuck in some quarantine hotel down south. Yeah. And obviously there are, you know, the, the, we constantly get media feeds um, about the number of distressed Aussies who are stuck overseas. And so... I think it's a good solution. I mean, if, if, if Howard Springs can accommodate the numbers and it, it's in the, at the very high standards that the, currently the, uh, the OSMAP team are doing, um, well, well and good. And Dr Parker, there's been plenty of talk uh, nationally and indeed internationally about the vaccine rollout. How are you feeling about it all? Well, again, I think Chris Moy was on... The, there's been a lot of discussion with the, within the AMA about um, the vaccine. Obviously, mm. we're very... There's been, you know, there's some very wise heads advising the government currently on the types of vaccines, who gets what, the levels, the, the, the various levels that people who have got priority for the vaccine get. I suppose the main concern for the AMA has been informed consent and um, the um, and, and potential risk for an indemnity for, for for the GPs rolling it out. And yeah. I, I'm not sure if the government sorted that out yet. I remember the good old days when I lined up the Sabin and Salk you know, when they were sorting out polio and there's no problem about it. And informed consent then, yeah. you just stood in the line and took, and, and took the, the spoon. Uh, yeah. These days, you know, there's a lot more legal issues around it. 
um, and the government, I suppose, I, I suppose the most sensible thing would be to have a, a form that you do online, you know, with a range of languages so everyone gets properly informed about the process. Mm. And then you just quote a number when you go to get the injection that you've actually had, the, you've done informed consent. But I think there is a concern that um, while government agencies are, are well protected through indemnity, um, they're still still talk about how the GPs are protected through indemnity and that discussion needs to continue. Yeah, and has there been much discussion sort of on a territory level between the government and the AMA about how exactly it's going to roll out at this point? No one from the government has contacted us in, in, from the NT government. I mean, there's been regular high-level discussion, I think, between the AMA yeah. um, federally and the Chief Health Officer and, and the various people involved in, in, in the vaccine rollout, but we've we haven't had any local discussions with the Territory Government as yet. But I'm sure, well, I'm guessing that will happen sort of closer to the vaccine rollout, do you think? Well, again, it's, I think it's, again, national, it's for the Federal Government um, to set priorities and yeah. for the Territory to develop them locally. I mean, the key issue is the number of GP practices who uh, get involved in giving the vaccine away, you know, apart from the government agencies doing it. And really, the AMA really hasn't got a role in that. It's really up for the uh, GP practices to nominate and be accepted for that. And really, all the AMA can do is remind the, the Territory Government about what the federal priorities are. But we really haven't got a role in negotiating between GP practices and the Territory Government. Well, Robert Parker, Dr Robert Parker, the head of the AMA here in the Northern Territory, really appreciate your time this morning. I understand you're not very well, but you are COVID-free. I, I am COVID negative, yep, yep, it's, uh, yep, and recovering. Right. Oh, well, we really appreciate your time this morning, Dr Parker. Thanks for having a chat with us. Okay, good to talk to you, Katie. Thank, Thank you. you.